0: where the DJ talks don't say anything okay each of these media creates a uh, new environment it creates a new situation for human association and human perception the, any medium at all creates a new pattern a new a new uh, atmosphere a new environment okay. of human perception which works upon the whole man it works upon the whole society that is the effect of the medium uh, has that total pervasive uh, that is the message that social change that is brought about the content of Never the message, because the content is all to the old video. From the vast wilds of the Great White North for the week of March the 5th, 2023, it's TVA, a Canadian perspective on television from north of the 49th parallel. I'm Greg David. And I'm Amy Wilson. And we would like you to put your television on mute or pause your streaming service for episode 259 of TVA, the podcast. Hey, everybody. I hope everyone listening has had a great couple of weeks. Thank you for joining us, streaming us, downloading us onto your devices. Um, And, uh, yeah, uh, Amy and I were just talking a little bit before I hit record. And this is just a heads up to folks that we're going to be extending the calendar this time because we're going to take – we need to take a little bit of a break. So we won't be back in two weeks, but we will be back uh, the first week of April. So a heads up um, for that uh, but before we get to the calendar, Amy, how's it going? And more importantly, what's the drink that you're going to be enjoying later today, or might be enjoying right now?
1: Ah, well, I, I'm doing okay. Everybody's doing okay over here in the UK, but it is still very cold. So uh, on a cold night, I, I've taken to enjoying a good uh, a good whiskey, mm. and I've not I've not started I- imbibing yet. But this evening, uh, I'm going to try out this uh, bottle of. It's Black Bottle Blended Scotch Whiskey, Um, and it is made in Glasgow. Mm Let me see if I can read the small writing on here. Let's see. Gordon Graham and Company was established in 1879 uh, with the creation of Black Bottle. Uh, Basically, it's made from a a secret family recipe, blah, blah, blah. So I'm going to see if the secret family recipe is as delicious as they claim tonight. (laughs) I think
0: we've talked about this before. Are you a fan? You're a fan of Scotch whiskey, right? I am. Yes. yes. Okay. Excellent. Um, for me, I just have water right now. But later today, I think I'm going to be cracking the top on this uh, bottle of Peely Island wine that I have with me. It is called Monarch Vidal, and that's a little sweeter. Um, I tend to be a little bit of a sweeter wine, white wine fan than a dry mm. Um, and uh, here's a little bit of history for you, if you don't know. Actually, being from Michigan, that you, you would have heard of Peel, uh, Peely Island and Point Peely, right? Yes, yes. Okay. So each autumn, Peely Island and Point Peely host thousands of migrating monarch butterflies, their journey will not end until they've traveled 3,000 kilometers farther south, high into the mountains of central Mexico. The beauty and fragility of the monarch only enhances the central mystery of their existence. Don't, no monarch ever makes the entire return trip, so how do they know where to go? Well, that's a horrible question to ask, Now I feel sad for the, the death of some of those monarchs. Um, Sorry. Yeah, but anyway, Crispin Floral, our Vidal, offers a generous serving of apple and citrus flavors that echo on the finish. So, uh, yeah, it's a 12.5 uh, alcohol volume, and it's just, if you live in Canada, it's like 12 bucks. You can pick it up from your local uh, wine establishment. It's also a VQA, which just means it's a little, I don't know, hoity-toity, I
1: don't know. Okay. Well, it sounds promising. And I've been to to Point Pele for um, when the monarchs were there just (laughs) once. And uh, oh, gosh, uh, this must have been 25 years ago. I was in my 20s. So it was it was a long time ago. And so uh, but yeah, they're everywhere. Just thousands, millions, probably. Yeah. And uh, they cover everything. And you have to like step so carefully, because you're so terrified, you're gonna step on one and then it'll like, ruin oh. your whole day right but but yes they land on you and they're everywhere and it's beautiful and you can just and it's you can hear the little flapping of their wings and it's uh it was a lovely experience but other you know i was i was nervous the whole time and, mm. and when you drive away you're also afraid you're gonna like drive on them s- squ- yeah squish them mm. but it, it's astonishing and yeah that they all know to go to to go there is it's just amazing so it's uh Anybody uh, in Michigan or in Canada that is anywhere near that area, it's it's worth going to go see. So
0: that's I've had a chance. I went to Point Pelee when I was in fifth grade or grade five, as we say in Canada, and that was uh, there weren't any monarchs at that time because they weren't doing the migration. Um, but if you do want to learn more about the monarchs and their uh, migration, uh, there's a Nature of Things episode that was devoted to that. So if you go to CBC Gem, uh, you can check that out. Um, a <laughs> little plug there for no. CBC. <laughs> Gem. Uh, And I know that because I wrote a preview for TVA about it. So that was why I knew. uh, Wow, what um, a
1: great unintentional segue.
0: Unintentional segue. That's me, the unintentional segue king. Uh, All right, so let's move over to the uh, calendar. And like I said, this is going to be a bit of an extended one, although we're going to talk about the shows uh, during this episode anyway that I'm going to mention here in the calendar. Uh, So tonight, if you're listening to the podcast on Sunday, March the 5th, Renovation Resort is debuting on HGTV, and that is with Scott McGilvery and Brian Baumler, who they kind of, it's a faux feud that they have on HGTV. I mean, these guys are the best of friends uh, in real life life and um, they're reuniting for the seven episode renovation uh, resort which is a competition series and um, Scott McGilvery recently purchased a lakeside vacation resort that needs a complete overhaul so we asked Brian Baumler to help do it and to do that they bring in four professional designer contractor duos who are up for the challenge and each week the pairs are going to battle against each other in a riveting get it Renovation mm-hmm. showdown to impress Scott Bryan and the expert guest judges, and in the end, the team with the best cabin wins the title of renovation resort champions and a reward of one hundred thousand dollars. So, if you are into that, check out Renovation Resort, which kicks off, like I said, tonight on HGTV. Uh, Tomorrow, Monday, March the 6th, it's the debut of Shelved, which we talked about the last time that we sat down Mm -hmm. for a recording. That is the sitcom that is being created by Anthony Q. Farrell, who uh, worked on The Office, and it follows the eclectic staff and eccentric patrons in the underfunded Jameson branch of the Metropolitan Public Library. This was filmed in Toronto. Uh, Lindy Greenwood, who is on The Expanse, but when I watched the first episode yesterday, I realized she was on... Um, Sleepy Hollow on Fox way back Mm. in the day. She played Abby's sister. Uh, So she's a Canadian actress and uh, also on board are Dakota Ray Hebert, um, Chris Sandiford, and Paul Bronstein and also Robin Duke is involved in it. And I watched the first episode yesterday because I'm going to actually be interviewing um, Wendy uh, tomorrow. And mm-hmm. so there will be a feature on the website in a few days for that. But um, I enjoyed it. I uh I really like Andrew, a- Anthony, uh, Anthony Q. Farrell's uh, writing. It's sharp. It's very, very easy to make a sitcom kind of cookie cutter, and you know mm-hmm. you can see the laughs coming a mile away. Um, but what I like about this, it's a little bit like Abbott Elementary, um, if you've had a chance to watch that show. So it's a little bit, it has kind of a tinge of mockumentary to it, but also um, a lot of heart. So, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm excited to see more episodes of Shelved. And so that, like I said, Monday, uh, March sixth, on CTV, and then jumping way ahead to Sunday, March the nineteenth, it is the debut of Essex County. Um, I haven't had a chance to watch the screeners that CBC sent to me for that. Uh, I also know that there's going to be a press mm-hmm. day, um, so there will be a story up on the website for that. Have you had? A, you haven't had a chance to watch those episodes? No, I, have you? I've
1: got them sitting yeah. in my in my box right now. Yeah, I've got to get to that.
0: Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, we talked about that in a previous uh, episode of the podcast, so you can go back and, and uh, find out a little bit more about that. Also, kicking off on the 19th of March is Sullivan's Crossing, which we're going to get to in a few minutes, give you a little bit more in-depth on that. And then on thursday march the 30th it's the debut of evolving vegan on ctv life and also on crave Mm -hmm. and like sullivan's crossing we're going to get to that in uh, in a few minutes as well so that will take us through to the end of march and then we'll be back on the 2nd of april to talk about the the only one show that is currently scheduled for april and that's a slasher ripper which we are both excited about so that is the calendar. Uh, Amy, uh, we've got a few news stories uh, to talk about. So uh, why don't you talk about Sullivan's Crossing?
1: Uh, yes. As you said, Sullivan's Crossing is uh, set to debut on uh, March the 19th at 7 p.m. It will be on CTV, CTV uh, CA, and the CTV app. Um, I think we mentioned this in a uh, the series in a podcast before when mm-hmm. we were talking about the CTV up upfronts last year, and uh, it's based on the best selling novels by Robin Carr, and it's uh, uh, the same production team behind Virgin River, which were also based on Carr's books. So if you're a fan of that, you you will probably be a fan of this. Uh, uh, Roma Roth adapted the series and is the showrunner and executive producer it stars uh, Morgan Cohen from Transplant Chad Michael Murray and Scott Patterson there are 10 episodes and it was filmed in Nova Scotia Uh, And reading from the press release uh, about uh, what's going to happen in the the premiere episode, it says, when neurosurgeon Maggie Sullivan, played by Cohen, uh, her seemingly perfect life in Boston is turned upside down, she leaves the city and her boyfriend, Andrew, to return to her childhood home of Sullivan's Crossing, a picturesque Nova Scotia campground owned by her estranged father, Sully Sullivan, (laughs) whom she hasn't seen in years. While there, Maggie attempts to reunite with her father as well as her old friends as she butts heads with Cal Jones, the irritating yet handsome, mysterious stranger who has been helping her around the campground. But coming home isn't easy, and it brings up memories and feelings Maggie is not ready to face. Okay. Now, I've only seen some snippets of Virgin River, uh, which one critic I, I saw described as an adult Dawson's Creek, to give you a feeling of the vibe of that, if, if you haven't seen it. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of people seem to love it and call it a guilty pleasure. Yeah. Um, and, and, and so if, if you like that, you're probably going to like Sullivan's Creek. So uh, the series is executive produced by Real World Management in association with CTV and Fremantle. And so, hey, if that sounds like your thing... It's coming right up.
0: Yeah, it's so funny, you know, when you're reading out those names like Chad Michael Murray who was on One Tree Hill and Scott Patterson who was on Gilmore Girls. So, there's yeah. a couple of 90s stars involved in this. Yeah. I've read a little bit of um criticism about the show and how, you know, why is it actually Canadian content? Um, you know, there is the one Canadian lead in there. When you get down into the the rest of the the cast, uh, you know, you're reading names um like uh I just had the names. Lauren Hammersley, uh, who is on Virgin River, but also Also, people will remember from um, Mr. D, Peter Outerbridge, Linda Boyd, uh, who's on Virgin River, but she was also on Republic of Doyle. Speaking of Republic of Doyle, Alan Hocko is in this as well. Um... Uh, Andrea Menard, uh, Tom Jackson, so uh, a packed, jam-packed with Canadian cast, and uh, I also Googled Roma Roth because I wasn't aware of, her. Of, I had not ever read that name before, and uh, she is Canadian as well. So this is this, this, you know, despite what some people may feel isn't a, isn't Canadian content, and it does meet all of those points um, that you need to get for it to be Canadian content. So um, yeah, I've watched a few episodes of uh, Virgin River and. It is definitely one of those shows that's a guilty pleasure. And I definitely think that Sullivan's Crossing is going to be the same thing. Mm -hmm. And again, you know, Bell Media is looking to sell these shows internationally. So, you know, yes, is this kind of, uh, you know, formulaic? Maybe. Uh, Maybe, but you can't argue with this the success of virgin river and that's what bell media is looking for so uh yeah i'm uh again there are going to be screeners sent out which i cannot wait to watch it because <laughs> i know that i'm going to enjoy the cheesiness that's going to ensue in this show and uh, hopefully we'll be doing some interviews for tva as well all right all right, the next one, some uh, not-so-great news, and this is about The Porter, CBC's and BET's mm-hmm. drama. The Porter is not going to be back for a second season. This was a story written by uh, the Canadian press via the Toronto Star. The creative team have announced that there will not be a second season, um, uh, and this was you know, really unfortunate. Uh, because we're going to be talking about the Canadian Screen Awards in a few minutes. And the Porter got a leading 19 nominations for the Canadian Screen Awards. So uh, that was released on a Wednesday. And then the next day they said, oh, by the way, there's going to be no more of the Porter. And so CBC uh, apparently greenlit and supported a second season until the bitter end, but BET... E- BET Plus decided to pass on backing additional episodes, and without that second production company or without a second broadcaster involved, they just couldn't make it. Uh, couldn't make it. Uh, uh, it just wasn't uh, possible to to get a second season going. Uh, unfortunately, so yeah, a real, real bummer. There, um, it was. It. Th- to be honest with you, I um I actually felt like the first season that it was only made to be a one season show. I mean, definitely mm-hmm. there were some storylines were were left open, uh, so there was a little you know some disappointment, absolutely. But I also think that um that first season can definitely stand on its own. Um, when it comes to you know just a one season of a show.
1: Yeah, that's good, and uh, it was. You know, it ended in a good spot, but still, it's just, the, the cast was excellent, and, and it was just a, an interesting story from history that I didn't know about, and it was just, I, I just really enjoyed it, so yeah. I would have loved to have seen more, so it, it is very disappointing, and uh, like you said earlier, just, what horrible timing, uh, yay, 19 nominations, oh, by the way. Awful. No, so that's that's pretty disappointing news.
0: Yeah. Some good news, though. You've got the next story. Some good news for SkyMed.
1: Uh, yes. Uh, Paramount Plus, CBC, and, uh, and Piazza Entertainment has, have announced the production. that production has begun on the sophomore season of the high-stakes medical drama series SkyMed. Uh, it will be filming in Ontario and Manitoba. And uh, let's see. It'll, the, season, the second season will be more young medics and pilots <coughs> flying air ambulances uh, to – you know, save, save lives basically in uh, remote Northern Canada. Uh, the original series will be available in Canada on CBC TV and CBC gem, and it will be streaming exclusively on Paramount plus in the U S and internationally in the UK, Australia, Latin America, Brazil, Italy, France, and Germany. So if you're a fan of SkyMed, uh, they're already making more episodes for you.
0: Yeah, definitely good news. I do have some thoughts about SkyMed when we get in the Canadian uh, Screen Award nomination, so I'll wait until then. But always good to see when a Canadian show uh, gets uh, get, gets to make a second season. And yeah, that mm-hmm. partner, Paramount Plus, um, uh, that's a, that's a, Paramount Plus has become a really big player down in the U.S. I subscribe to the app so that I get to watch all of those shows. And uh, there's some really good stuff on Paramount Plus, so good to see that SkyMed is coming back for a second season. Yes. Yes, you want to say something?
1: Uh, yes, no. I just I was agreeing with you, Greg, as I, <laughs> I as, as I usually
0: do. Ah, oh, all right, all right. Uh, and the next story is mine. Amina Masood uh, explores the burgeoning world of plant based living in the new original series Evolving Vegan on March the thirtieth. And I think we talked about this show way back when Bell Media was announcing their fall lineup or their next mm-hmm. broadcast lineup. And so this is going to be on CTV Life Channel and Crave. And in uh, the show, it delves into the exploding vegan food scene across North America. Uh, It's called Evolving Vegan. It's kicking off Thursday, March the 30th at 8 p.m. Eastern, and it's hosted and executive produced by Mina Masood. His uh, big credit was Aladdin, and I know that he – I spoke to him for – uh, show several years ago that was on Family or YTV um, uh, but anyway the biggest credit that he's had so far is is Aladdin and it's inspired by his online project of the same name which itself turned into a cookbook and now they're calling it an inspiring travel series exploring beautiful meals, talented chefs and tours who are making plant-based living delicious and accessible. There's going to be six one-hour episodes and then in the first one uh, is going to explore the plant-based series in Los Angeles and restaurant hops with friends Lily Singh and Laura Murano mm. including an elevated vegan including elevated vegan French pastries oh I can't believe that pastrami sandwiches <laughs> pastramis in quotes Thai mm. chicken wings in quotes and unbelievable carne asada I don't know whether you're allowed to say vegan French pastries in the same sentence I feel like that's I don't
1: know that might be a bridge too far
0: mon uh, dieu <laughs>
1: Yes, although I hey Lily Singh is she not in everything? My God,
0: I know, right? She really is. Um,
1: She's even doing the vegan thing. So good for her. Are you vegan? Do you like vegan you know, food? I've never. I, vegan. I am. I am not vegan. Yep. I am. Uh, I think I mentioned before in a podcast that I, I was kind of interested in this that right. because I ate uh, – my parents toyed with some vegetarian things when I was growing up, but we were never truly vegetarian. So, And I eat meat, but uh, I also – probably half my menu during the week is, is vegetarian. But, yeah, I still do butter and eggs and things like that, I, so I can't quite go vegan. But I do a lot of um, – you know faux meats they have like beyond burgers over here. I actually right. love those and and things like that but so I'd be interested in the show to see you know what else is available and i I've never gone to a restaurant and had a like gourmet vegan or vegetarian meal before with mm-hmm. a with a uh, uh you know fake Thai chicken wings or whatever or but yeah, I really question if they can do French pastries though with
0: <laughs> yeah you
1: know no butter, or
0: yeah. Whatever. Yeah, and so. I, I mean, yeah, I agree. I agree with you. Uh, I, I'm interested in seeing this just from that standpoint. Like, can you make those? Because it's always going to be a comparison, right? Does it taste like the meat or the butter or the egg version of it? So there's always going to be that comparison. So I am interested in seeing the reaction. I'm interested in checking out the cookbook as well. Like, I'm in. I'm not above trying. Um, You know, vegan uh, or vegetarian meals. I have two nieces that are vegan, and I actually made some apple fritters that were vegan, and they were actually amazing. um, Mm. That that my one niece shared with me. So I'm not above uh, not only checking out the show, but also maybe being inspired to you know swap out meat every once in a while. But meat is so delicious; it's hard.
1: It is. I um, I have an easier time giving up red meat than 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 chicken and things like that. Yeah. Just because it's so easy to like, it's just a, a low fat protein that you can put in everything. So, um, yeah. but I'm working on it. I'm working on it. But yeah, it's 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 probably going to be a while before I give up butter, though. So, I like I like my cookies and my baked goods a little too much. So,
0: <laughs> All right. So, wow, we just gave a whole lot of press to Evolving Vegan. So good for them. They can't come back and say we didn't talk about their show. Uh, all right. And you've got the next news story.
1: Ah, yes. Um, Priyanka, the entertainer, pop star, and winner of the first season of Canada's Drag Race, has entered into a multifaceted partnership with Bell Media that includes a development deal and a first-look acquisition opportunity on international projects. Uh, She's also just joined CTV's eTalk lineup as a special contributor, where she'll be interviewing guests in the studio, the field, and on the red carpet. Uh, Priyanka's uh, Bell Media deal is intended to create original content that showcases underrepresented and unique perspectives, ideas, and people, and she will act as executive producer on her projects. So we have... uh, Some, If you're a Priyanka fan, a lot of Priyanka content coming up. Um, And while we wait for uh, those projects to come down the uh, pipeline, we can check her out on eTalk, which Mm -hmm. runs at uh, 7 p.m. Eastern on CTV, CTV, CA and the CTV app.
0: Yeah. I mean, this is so smart. Like, you know, we talked about Lily Singh signing, signing a development deal with with Bell Media and now Priyanka doing that as well. This is so smart. You know, Bell Media is locking in talent, talent that uh, that had some legs um, to create projects and oversee projects. So um, that's great. I love the fact that um, Bell Media is going out of its way to sign people and, and create their own um, kind of like internal star system. So good for them and good for Priyanka. Yeah. OK. Yeah. So, so, uh, the last bit of the podcast, I thought we could have a little bit of a chat with the Canadian Screen Awards uh, nominations coming out. I thought that maybe we could talk about a couple of categories this week. And um, so, I thought that we'd start with the best drama category. And in case you didn't get a chance to read the category for the listeners out there, in, this drama, in the drama category, we have the following uh, five shows. So, we have Departure, Global moonshine on cbc the porter mm, on cbc sky med on cbc Mm -hmm. and transplant on ctv Mm -hmm. so do you want to go with your thoughts or you want me to kick off the conversation
1: you can kick it off greg because you have such deep thoughts on oh my
0: god now you're putting me (laughs) this will be the time when i have shallow thoughts so uh first of all just you know, honestly, I, I, I have no problem with any of these shows being nominated. Um, I do, I'm a l- little bit of a head scratcher when it comes to moonshine, um, because I feel as though it's more in the comedy category than it in is. the drama category. Yes. You agree with me. Do you agree, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Yeah. And so, but that's not down to, you know, that's down to the production company and what, and, and what category they nominate their show for. So, You know, you can't fault them. They felt like they it was strong. uh, It's strong for drama, and uh, the Academy recognized that. So, uh, departure. Honestly, I'd forgotten all about Departure. Um, the following, you know, there was the passing of Christopher Plummer. Um, yeah. This second season of Departure was kind of buried in Global's lineup. It actually was broadcast around the world. The second season uh, before the second season kicked off on Global, and it mm-hmm. wasn't. It didn't debut to like a lot of hype. I remember there being an email, um, but I don't really remember too much more than that. So when I saw it on in this list, I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot all about that show. Yeah. The Porter, uh, we've already said how much uh, we both agree that, that you know definitely deserves to be in this category, I think, um, and probably one of the strongest uh, shows in this category. Sky Med, I like Sky Med. I like everybody involved with Sky Med. That said, it is a little bit of a cookie-cutter medical drama to me. Um, it's definitely the most mm-hmm. mainstream, I think, out of all of the shows in this category. I don't think that there's necessarily anything wrong with that. I just think that for me, it's not necessarily um, uh, it's not necessarily my cup of tea. I do find it a little bit cookie cutter, and I tend to look for something a little bit more unique in my shows. But again, that's just my opinion, and you cannot argue with, you know, people that love that show.
1: Right,
0: I think that the show that does, you know, is probably going to do battle in this category is Transplant, which of right. course is won in this category last year, and you know, seeing the the latest season of the show, I don't have not seen any kind of wavering in the quality of the show or the performances, uh, which we'll get into in, in coming weeks. So I think when it for me, I think it's probably a battle between the Porter and Transplant.
1: I completely agree uh just about everything you said there departure I I also forgot about and I saw part of the first season I've seen none of the second season so if it's outstanding I do apologize departure because I should you know catch up with it um plus there's no Christopher Plummer so there's got to be you know a slight downgrade there but um and then Moonshine. It's I like the show. It's quirky. It's got an unusual storyline and an unusual vibe. But I feel like it's more funny than dramatic most of the time. Mm-hmm. So it's it's it feels a little out of place here. But mm-hmm. th- that was their choice. Um, and uh, and then. I'll go back to the porter in a second but SkyMed, you know, for what it is a medical procedural soap basically, it's yeah. quite it's quite good for that but medical shows are generally not my thing at all. I I don't watch 911 or any of these like Chicago whatever that have been on for, you know, every every possible medical drama or police whatever. I mean, I even quit Grey's Anatomy after 3 seasons mm. a bazillion years ago, so it takes a lot to get me to a medical, you know, show to stay. Which you know brings me to transplant because that's a medical show that is on a next level and has kept my interest, yep. and because it, it's 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 not a soap, it's it, you know it's it's a high minded drama, frankly, and in and, and it started strong and it's kept going. I mean, the, the second in you know season was very strong as well, which this what this nomination would be based on, mm-hmm. and uh, it's got to be yeah between the porter and transplant, I. I kind of hope that the Porter wins, though, if I was going to give a, a, a nod, because I I already thought it was a super strong first season. And now that I know that it's the only season, it would be uh, it would be nice to see them bring home some hardware for that, because I, you know, I thought it was a, a, a great project. So but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see what happens there.
0: Yep. No, I, I I agree with you. I mean, I know you were agreeing with me, but I agree with you as well. Um, <laughs> totally. Uh, you know, you want to see the Porter you want to see the Porter succeed, and uh, and uh, you know it's going to be a battle when we get into the performance categories, uh, because transplant and the Porter are going head to head there as well. But I'm getting ahead of myself because we're only talking about best drama and best mm-hmm. comedy this week. And so, speaking of best comedy, here are the five nominees. We've got Astrid and Lily Save the World, which is broadcast on CTV Sci-Fi here in Canada. Children Ruin Everything on CTV. Fakes, which is on CBC Gem. Letter Kenny, which you can see on Crave, and Sort Of, which you can see Mm -hmm. on CBC. So... Um, Astrid and Lily save the World I really liked this show this was quirky two female leads it's kind of like Buffy on steroids mm-hmm. uh, it's two best friends um, fighting off monsters and ghosts kind of a Winona Earp vibe although Winona, Winona Earp excuse me was definitely a little more gritty than Astrid and Lily save the World but mm-hmm. really enjoyed Astrid and Lily save the World and I cannot believe that we don't have some kind of news yet about a second season because it's. Been been. Been a while, um, and people are like champing at the bit on Twitter to find out whether there's going to be a second season of that. So I do feel that it is funny and it deserves to be in this category for sure. Children Ruin Everything. Really like this show. I think some people dismissed it because of the title and they didn't like it, Um, but a nice uh, sitcom, lots of laughs, uh, enjoyed the performances, very strong cast on that one. Fakes. On CBC Gem, I was pleasantly surprised by this. This is a show about two high school students, uh, two female high school students who make a ton of money making fake IDs for their friends. <coughs> excuse me. And they're, the, um, the performances of the two leads, excuse me, are worth the nomination for fakes being in this category alone because they are so good. Uh, Letter Kenny, I mean, you know, it wouldn't be the best comedy category in the Canadian Screen Awards if Letter Kenny wasn't in here. They've been. I think they've been nominated every year since the show has been so. um, on the air. Um, doesn't show any signs of slowing down at all. Um, you know, it's definitely though for a certain audience. Uh, if you, uh, you know, it's not as mainstream certainly as Children Ruin Everything, so that might be a little bit of a put off for some people. Um, and then we've got sort of on CBC, which is the returning uh, winner in this category, and I think. Obviously, you know, sort of is interesting because, you know, I was talking about how moonshine doesn't really fit in the drama category. I think there are moments of sort of on sort of that really make it more of a drama because there Mm -hmm. are some very, uh, you know, very emotional moments. So I could almost argue that this maybe doesn't belong in the in the comedy category. But there I think that it's probably 70, 30. Uh, when it comes to the laughs, to the to the serious moments, because there are always serious moments in episodes of sort of, so I think when we really come down to it, sort of, it's kind of sort of for me anyway. It's sort of's category to lose. Um, I do think that the that Letter Kenny has got a chance. I also think Children Ruin Everything has got a chance. Um, I would be happy really with any of the shows in this category winning
1: uh yeah all of them are, are quite good shows um I've only seen one episode of astrid and Lily save the world uh i mean it's it's a well trodden theme I mean teens fight monsters in high school, but it you know it feels fresh and and in and, and it's witty yeah and I love the friendship and and the and the book that you know it's been mentioned online several times, but I mean immediately before I even read about it. I appreciated that both the lead actresses aren't stick thin, and they're like, and they deal with bullying about yes. it, and and you don't see that dealt with in in the way that the show deals with it very often, and I I love that um, because I I had that problem in high school, and uh, I a lot of that rung true for me. So, and it's just it's just a funny show, and it's just really good. So despite when I read, you know, what what the premise was that I was like, oh, again, teenagers fighting monsters again. Um, it's really good. So if you haven't checked it out, uh, you know, check it out. It's, it's well worth your time. Um, children ruin everything. Again, I've seen very little of it, loved what I've seen. Most, mostly what resonates with me is that (laughs) this is going to be terrible, but I mean, there's, uh, you know, a scene with the kids throwing up in the back in the back seat, yeah. and and I'm like, that just reminds me of my dog. My my, my <laughs> life is ruined by my dog most of the time. I love my dog, but it, it, our household is always like, you know, oh, what has she done now? So that part of it, you know, I'm not a parent, but I can I can relate to the chaos. <laughs> so and, and fakes, just like you said. Wow, I really like the show. I just started watching it. About three episodes in, but I like it a lot more than I thought I was going to. It's just, uh, yeah, there's it has a lot going for it. It's really funny, and um, and I like uh, I like the premise a lot of the the ID uh you know project uh, that, that that gets uh, more and more complicated as mm-hmm. they go along, and like you said, Letterkenny is Letterkenny. If you like Letterkenny, it, you know. Uh, the, of course, it's there, and if you don't like Letter Kenny, you're you're probably not going to want it to win. It's a very kind of well, it's a specific kind of humor. That's
0: good. That's I love it, that specific. Yes, yes,
1: and uh, and sort of everyone knows that I love sort of. So um, yeah, I it's just a fantastic show, and it's not only my favorite one of, of in the in the category, but it's one of my favorite shows on TV. So uh, yeah, you're right. It's probably probably sort of to lose, but. All of the shows are good that are nominated in this, yeah. this year. So,
0: yeah, yeah, very, very strong. Um, and uh, yeah, so uh, I think what we'll do is uh, the next time that we get together, we'll talk about the performance categories uh, because uh, spoiler alert, this is really interesting. And, and I think about time uh, the Canadian Screen Awards have deemed that there are not there are not male and female categories; they're being combined. So, males uh, mm-hmm. those who identify as male and female are in the same categories, so it'll be best performance in a drama and best performance in a comedy. And, uh, and that, I think, is going to make things very interesting because looking at the folks that are nominated in these categories, man, it is going to be tough to pick a winner. Um, mm-hmm. So we will get more into that uh, when we come back on April the 2nd. But in the meantime, Amy, where can people find you when you're not sitting in front of a microphone talking about TV?
1: you can find me on Twitter at Wilson underscore a underscore R
0: excellent you want to do that you mentioned the 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 dog oh, do you want to oh, mention yes the, my dog yes. My, my
1: my sweet little dog uh, she's on Instagram uh, <laughs> at uh, Cadbury uh oh my god I just forgot her name Cadbury the bulldog Dog. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> So, uh, yes, you can find out about her latest adventures, although I have not been very good about posting lately, but she did. Yesterday was the first anniversary of the day that we um, adopted her, so I made her a very special cookie that looked just like her yesterday. So there's a little video about that.
0: I'll
1: I'll try to be better about posting.
0: Congratulations to Cadbury. I can't think of a better home for Cadbury to be in. Oh,
1: that's sweet. Well, she seems happy, and we're very happy with her, despite how much I tease her about being a bad dog. She's not a (laughs) bad dog. She's a very good dog.
0: Good. I love her. Uh, And you can always follow me at TV underscore EH on Twitter. Uh, And, uh, yeah, visit -eh TV-EH.com. You can find uh, the stories to everything that uh, that Amy and I have talked about this week, as well as you can go back and check out reviews and interviews. Like I said, we've got some upcoming uh, coverage for uh, Shelved coming soon. And, uh, yeah, uh, thank you so much. That wraps up the TVA podcast. And now back to your regularly scheduled program. Loco! No, no.